welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Rumel. Hey, Rumel. Hey, girl. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing quite wonderful, but I'm really curious about you because I know you had a wedding this weekend. I did. I did. My sister got married this weekend, so I am tired with a capital <laughs> tired you don't look um, tired i know i'm exhausted but that's okay mm -hmm. because today i get to rest oh, i'm a part of your rest oh that's nice <laughs> well we're well, gonna work a little bit today because we've got okay. a fabulous podcast topic on deck we have a guest because we found a topic we don't know something about that really happens today never <laughs> never right, we're kidding that happens all the time <laughs> and we are proud of it let me introduce you to our guest today priestess hanera abunu is the founder of the nonprofit nazifa spiritual institute and the divine feminine podcast her mission is to help everyone incorporate the divine feminine principles into their lives to restore balance in our families and connection to nature. In addition to being a holistic healer, diviner, entrepreneur, and radio personality, Priestess Hanera Apunu is also mother, mentor, pan-Africanist, community activist who continuously walks the enlightened path. Welcome, Priestess Hanera. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. It's a pleasure to be here. We are so happy to have you because you have such a connection with the Divine Feminine. And I mean, like, you even have a podcast called the Divine Feminine <laughs> Podcast. I mean, so we have to be talking to the right person. <laughs> so, um, but we're so curious about the idea of the divine feminine. We hear it much more these days than I think I ever heard, like even a year ago, mm -hmm. right? And in social media, you hear people talking about the divine feminine and all this. And I'm just kind of like, maybe it's my age. I'm kind of like, what is this all about? You know, is I know, I feel yeah. like I know what being feminine is, but mm -hmm. I'm not sure what divine feminine is. And I would I would really love for you to walk us through what does it mean? What does divine feminine mean and how, you know, well, we'll get into more questions. So we'll start there. Divine feminine. No worries. No work. No worries. So I'm greeting both of you, your ancestors and all of the energies that are present um, in this particular podcast. And I just want to give a little bit of a history um, as to my calling or interaction with the divine feminine because there was more to me starting the divine feminine podcast mm. than just the moving fad yes right? okay. yes okay and so i just want to give a little bit of um history and knowledge about that and um those people who follow me or, or you can go to my website and see my bio, uh, I am an initiate and a disciple of comedic knowledge and temples back in West Africa. But after my uh, training through those temples, I also continued my journey to West Africa, Benin, and studied under Mianu Naye Pesi Kondodo which she is a Vudon queen mother, uh, priestess. Uh, her whole bloodline lineage is such. And 
it was during that course of study, going through the mysteries of Vudun, that I was called by the Divine Mother. And when I say called by the Divine Mother, meaning that I studied and initiated into the mysteries of the Divine Feminine from the knowledge that's been passed down from my ancestors down in, in West Africa. And so um, for, for me, when I see, you know, everyone teaching uh, or saying, you know, divine feminine this, divine feminine that, I mean, right now we're in the age of the Aquarius, we're in the age of the woman. Um, we will hear a lot of that. But when I speak about the principles of the divine feminine, about the lessons we need to apply to our lives. I'm not coming from a Western paradigm. I'm not mm. coming from the school of Harvard. I'm not coming from anything in this society that we can uh, attribute or what they say is accredited, right? I, I, I don't need the accreditation um, of Western society when I have our ancestors, the indigenous wisdom. So I've spent years, years in the bush uh, learning and studying the mysteries. And so when we, when we talk about the divine feminine, um, what we're really speaking about is energy, right? We're really talking about feminine energy and what that looks like on every different plane. Um, every plane, whether we're talking about uh, your physical gender, whether we're talking about your mental thinking, whether we're talking about uh, buildings and architecture and, and, and planting, there's nothing that you can think of in this particular existence that isn't gendered and doesn't have a female component. So when you know that and understand that, then you have to say, well, what is feminine? Mm -hmm, what truly mm -hmm. is it? What is, what are the characteristics that make a thing mm -hmm. feminine, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where um, I come in and my specialty and I teach that on the podcast and I teach that with my adepts and trainings and things like that. So I'll give you guys a couple characteristics that you can start to see and, and mold in your mind and maybe start to apply, right? Because we're talking about an energy. Mm. And when we're talking about feminine energy, we're talking about, I don't want to say everything opposite from masculine, but life is about op opposites. Um, yes. Life is about opposites. And so we have, people don't like it when you say the word weak, mm -hmm. but um, there is a strength in weakness if you know how to use that power, right? Mm -hmm. There is a strength in being humble and submissive mm -hmm. um, if you know how to use that power, right? Because the opposite of that is masculine energy. Mm -hmm. And so what I teach, um, and there's times I've, I've taught um, men, uh, children, women, everyone needs to understand these principles because what they really do is help us to communicate. They help us to navigate our lives. Um, one of the things, and I was telling this to a woman the other day um, because she came in and she was severely stressed out. And uh, I quickly identified um, she had 
too many feminine outputs in her life, meaning that she was serving too many places, right? Uh, serving her husband, serving her children, serving her mother. She was serving and giving um, in a very submissive way and no one was serving her and there needs to be that balance. Mm -hmm. And so when you understand there's nothing wrong with feminine energy, there's nothing wrong with uh, displaying those qualities. Cause I think sometimes in the, and what I've seen online is maybe like in the feminist um, community or sometimes in our community, because we're, I, I don't want to say we, suffer from certain abuse, we, we say we need to exert ourselves in a very aggressive way. Well, aggressive uh, behavior is not, aggression is not feminine. So we need right. to identify the different qualities and then just know, okay, I am operating in this energy right now, uh, in the feminine energy, right? We're always receiving and transforming. We receive and transform. That is another feminine quality. Um, we create, that is another feminine quality. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we implement structure and processes that is all feminine quality, right? Um, it is the feminine energy that's in charge of small business. You See, know? That makes a lot of sense to me because mm -hmm. when it comes to order mm -hmm. in my home, mm -hmm. if I need to, if people need to be places and things like that, when there's cer there's certain things that I know that I particularly do well in my home, and that mm -hmm. is to keep the structure going in my right. home. Mm -hmm. And um, if someone needs to be somewhere at a certain time, I know that I'm the one who is going to do that. Now, could my husband potentially do that? But that's yes. But that's not where he lives. <laughs> right. It happens right. to be one of those things that I take on very naturally, but I also happen to be a woman because it's what you're, if I understand what you're saying is just because it's a feminine energy, it doesn't have to, it can live in a man as much as it, it can live in a woman. Yes, because it's not yeah. gendered. Yeah. Right. Definitely. And you see it within business structure, mm -hmm. um, different levels of uh, hierarchy. Definitely. You know, it's all about understanding the energy and then making sure there's balance in your life, right? Even in your home, right? You um, put in the structure. Um, your husband gave you the seed. You created and made the children and you grow the home and give the, the balance uh, or give the structure, excuse me. Now here in your podcast, mm -hmm. you are that masculine energy. This is your podcast you are the head. You are the one who gives the ideas. You are the one who gives the seed. And then your staff that supports you takes your ideas and bring them to life, give birth to them. So we we have to find that balance. And it looks like you found, you know, in that regard, some balance. And there's so much. So that's what I do. I, I work with women, men, families, really to make sure that the, their life is balanced. Mm -hmm. Because what we're finding now that we're ushering into this new age is that a lot of our lives have been really one-sided, mm -hmm. very masculine in the energy, right? Mm -hmm. um, dominating in the energy. And what do I mean by that? I'll give you some really clear examples. 
right now you see the move towards more artisans, towards uh, farmers markets, towards mm -hmm. small local businesses, right? Moving yeah. away from uh, big corporations, right? Those yeah. big corporations, that's more masculine energy. Uh, whereas, like I said earlier, the, the small businesses, the, the family owned local mm. uh, enterprises are more of that feminine energy. So I help people on every different level usher in this new um, energy that we're moving under. How, so I need to stop there because there were so many different things that you said. <laughs> it was funny. I was giggling to myself. So if you saw me smiling when you said that um, having a podcast, you know, doing the podcast was very masculine, but we have the ideas and then our staff then makes the <laughs> ideas right. come true. I was laughing so hard in my head because we have no staff. We have no so staff. So therefore we are both the masculine and, and the, the feminine, feminine the which might which I think you just said made us well balanced. Well, I think we're pretty good here then because yeah. we yeah. at least in that sense we yeah. have to have both. But I also heard from you that when you said a building has a gender, the first thing I thought was so that's why, and I'm still trying to learn Spanish, and I say trying to learn because it's, it's a struggle, but I'm, I'm working on it. And every noun had a masculine or feminine, and I was like, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense to me. Uh, it doesn't yeah. make sense for a yeah. building or a chair or a table to have to have a, a feminine or masculine um, descriptor. And so I struggled with that until you just said a building could have a gender. And then I just sat back like I have so much to learn at this point. And, and you know, it goes back to um, our spiritual systems, right? Who we are as African people. It takes it all the way back to our traditions and our connection with the divine, right? Because with that connection, without getting into too, too much detail, our connection to the divine, everything in this existence is gendered. That's a principle. Um, those are, if you study uh, African traditional uh, religions, like the Voodoo tradition, the Yoruba tradition, the Akan tradition, there's so many, I can go on and on. Mm -hmm. But different voodoo or gods or deities, Neturu, they're gendered. Everything mm -hmm. in this existence is gendered. And so even when it comes to language, our language is gendered. English is the only, and it's the newest language, it's the only language that isn't gendered. But yes, if you get into Spanish, mm -hmm. if you get into learning French or some of the older uh, dialects, they hold those principles in the concepts or words and there everything is gendered because that's a universal principle one of the places i would direct your uh, listeners to because we can't cover it all in this uh, podcast but i would direct them to uh, read a book called uh, the kabbalion the author is three initiates and it goes over the fundamental principles of existence, right? And, and these is across race, a, a region. This is universal spirit that we're talking about and what makes up this existence that we can see and the rules that are governed by. And this is important because when you try to understand something like 
uh, feminine energy or what is divine feminine, mm-hmm. um, you can go either down a rabbit hole and you're just mm-hmm. like, oh, I didn't know all of this was feminine. Or it could seem so opaque and, and, and vague that you don't catch the clues, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you study the principles of existence, um, it will help you understand your place and the order that we have. Yes, I just wanted to say that. Well, I'm curious, when we talk about feminine and masculine, it feels like sometimes women are both penalized for being either too feminine or too masculine. You know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. I'm, I don't know. I just kind of feel like, is there a balance that we should, I mean, like, should we, should all people be equally feminine and equally masculine? Yeah. I mean, is there a proper kinda, amount of each? Yeah, or I mean, like, am I I'm supposed to... to be, because I have women parts, am I supposed to be 75% feminine as you described? And, tw- you know, like, is, 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 What's when you formula? have to balance, yeah, <laughs> when you're working with people, does every individual have their own proper balance or do you have the belief that people with uteruses should have um, uh, more feminine than masculine? I'm, I'm just trying to wrap my brain around it and more so I'm curious how you work with people to help give them whatever balance is, is um, healthy. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, let me first say that um, we are all unique right? Mm -hmm. We are all unique in that the way we come, our cosmic makeup is unique. Mm -hmm. Granted, we are all human, right? And we have one human family, the human race, we are all human. Mm -hmm. And so that part, we are the same. But when it comes down to how we express ourselves in this reincarnation, each of us have a unique cosmic makeup, Mm -hmm. meaning even if you have someone that was born on your same birthday, same year, because it's a different family or a different region, those differences will still make you different than your twin or than mm-hmm. your birthday twin, you know, mm-hmm. so to speak. So mm-hmm. every person is unique. And in our traditions, we know that everything in existence is governed by a force of nature, including time. Right. And so this is where you get into respecting the science of astrology and um, other sciences that our ancestors have. We know that the different uh, components needed to bring together a human being make them unique. And so when it comes to working with a person um, as a priest myself, I like to see who is this person in front of me? Right. I see them represent themselves one way, um, but who are they energetically? What did they come to do? What are their missions and who came to assist them? What energies or um, characteristics or skills, gifts came with them? And again, going back to a few minutes ago, everything in this existence is gendered. So whether that's a characteristic, a talent, a gift, it's all gendered. And so understanding the cosmic makeup of an individual uh, will help understand why a person expresses themselves in a certain manner. 
Right. Mm -hmm. And so that would be quite difficult for anyone who's not a technician me, or, me. or, or I, a priest. And so I couldn't do that. that's where, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's where we get things. Um, and like we see out, you know, do what you love, mm-hmm. study under the elders, find out about your family lineage, your family history, mm-hmm. because it's through your method of investigation that you see what resonates with you and what activates that side or that skill that's within you, mm-hmm. right? Until you can get to a priest like myself, until we can do certain uh, divinations or readings to get those aspects, those specific aspects about you, mm-hmm. um, until you can get your fa um, and see what your uh, reincarnation was supposed to be, until you can get all of those things, right? With dealing with a, a, a priest, you really have to see what's been done before me, right? Mm-hmm. Study your family lineage. Family history is so important. Ancestral veneration is so important. And then also explore and see what you like to do. See what resonates, see what comes mm-hmm. easy to you. And sometimes because being in this society, we tend to do standard things like, okay, do, what are what are you going to be when you grow up? You want to be a fireman, a policeman, you you know, those standard things. But it's like, what some people like to talk. Some people mm-hmm. like to storytell. And that's a gift. Some people like to dance. They're artists, they're creatives. Right now we're having a, a renaissance of creatives giving birth, giving birth to this creative renaissance. And this is a beautiful thing because what we're doing is living not only in our truth, but we are giving honor to the energies that came with us, whether they're masculine or feminine, mm-hmm. right? And I think sometimes we get caught up in that, but it's really about being true to your family lineage and what you came to accomplish in this lifetime, like what you're giving back. So yeah, there are times that you, you know, may have a a woman and she may look at the world through a very um, logical lens and may mm-hmm. operate from a very logical standpoint. Mm-hmm. And that's comfortable for her. Mm-hmm. Um, we know logic um, is a masculine trait. Emotions are feminine traits, right? And so um, does that mean something's wrong with her? Not at all. Right. No, that just helps her navigate in this reincarnation. What does life look like? Um, yeah, that's I, I don't I don't like the labels. And I think that yeah. part of this resistance is also breaking down, um, breaking down some of those strict, strict labels that mm-hmm. say we have to be this way or we have to do this thing. And we don't. What we have to do is live at our reincarnation live out our mission and and be a good person and give back to society. Give something positive back to society. Bring ancestors forth. Okay. Right. Those are things that we have to do. And I and I think when we start to look at what it takes to bring honor to our bloodline and bring honor to our ancestors and elevate ourselves, then we'll start like elevate and honor ourselves. Then we will start to see things and move differently, move away from the labels. Mm -hmm. There's still a governance, right? Because I think sometimes people think that when you move away from the norms in society, they, there's just, there's no structure, right? Right. Just anything goes. And 
I would say that that there is a space on the on the map for that, right? For chaos and for uh, breaking down of one paradigm right before you start to build up the next. But when you start to move more towards being a spiritual being, um, you'll realize that there are principles and rules of existence and how things operate. And the more that you align yourself with those principles, there very well is a structure. And so, you know, but I don't rob people of their process, right? right. And so when you're leaving this Western paradigm, you, you do go through a phase of, you know, kind of what we see society in now, like, what is it, non-binary, using different pronouns, and not wanting to be restricted. That's what I see. I see the Divine Mother's children saying, you cannot confine me anymore. You Mm -hmm. cannot discriminate against me. You cannot treat me differently or tell me I'm a mutant or something's wrong with me because, yes, I have a female gender, but I see things very masculinely. Nothing is wrong with me. And so I applaud the daughters and sons of the divine standing up for themselves. And I would say, stay on the path, stay on the journey, continue to learn and grow and harmonize with nature, you know, because there's definitely more on the path. Yeah. When it comes to discovering I need to jump in because I want to pull this back to specifically the divine feminine, because Uh I heard a lot of what what you said, and you have opened up so many doors. I'm trying not to go down any of the rabbit holes (laughs) that you have left for me so that I can stick on topic today. I know, I know. So by trying to stick on the topic of divine feminine, I'm going to come back to trying to understand then especially after what you just said, why is embracing the divine feminine energy important to women? Like, do, do I need to even study this? Do I just need to just be, be me, me and just yeah. go on? Yeah. Do I just need to just be me and say, forget whether or it's just, masculine or feminine? There's something special about the divine feminine yeah. that we need to attach to. Thank is you. that right? Yep. That's where I was going. Okay. So thinking about where we are right now in 2022, the, the, the time that we're in, when we think about ourselves as a community, as a nation of people, right? Mm-hmm. Um and this is me, again, putting on my Pan-African hat. We are, as a people, we're at the bottom. We're having to rebuild ourselves. And in order to do that, it starts with the woman. The woman is the foundation of the society, right? When we go back to our elders and traditions, and I'm talking about indigenous w- wisdoms, Right. We are. Yes, we are the birth givers, but our responsibility as women, as feminine energy doesn't just end there with taking the four elements and creating. Right. We not only uh, create, but we nurture our creation. Right. We nurture our creation and we bring forth the customs and the traditions in society. And so for me, part of my mission now is to build up strong women, educating them in our traditions so that the families become strong, so that we build up our leaders. You know, we talk a lot in our society about, you know, 
we need to rebuild Black Wall Street. We need to, and and, and we do, right? We talk a lot about how um, we need to be the healers in the home, and we need to. We talk a lot about in, in our society about a lot of the politics, right? None of those pol- political strategies can be executed without the woman. Mm-hmm. None of those po- political strategies, and they're great ones. We have some really good scholars and leaders out there that have great ideas that will be implemented, but they cannot be sustained without the woman. We are the ones that are giving birth we are the ones educating. And it's what we're teaching the children that bring forth the society and the customs and the leaders. And so if I can help a woman understand her power, mm-hmm. when she goes into her home, mm-hmm. she will implement that structure to her children. Mm-hmm. Right. The reason we have so hard of a time coming together and pooling our money together economically so that we can buy and build together is because, you know, of simple things. We weren't taught to share. We weren't taught to give. We weren't taught that structure. Right. That structure is what the woman. Right. Mm-hmm. And so those are some of the building blocks. That is why the, the feminine energy and understanding her power is so vital right now in our community. Let me make sure I I think I understand, but I want to say it again. So what I think I finally pulled together is that the the feminine is important right now in particular because masculine has gone way too far on the pendulum. We need to bring in some more feminine energy so that it's balanced in all things. So Mm -hmm. in our politics, it's too far masculine. Without the feminine, we are going to continue to go in a direction we don't want to go. In our families, if we don't have enough of the divine feminine, we I mean, if there's too much masculine energy and not enough feminine, we're going, our families are going to continue on in a way that's maybe not balanced. It's not balanced. Is that what you're saying? Or did I just make that up? Exactly. No, 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 no. That's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, look at it right now. We have more women that are outside of the home than inside of the home. It's only now during uh, COVID time that we've started to realize I like being home Mm -hmm. and I want to protect this. Prior to that, it was that masculine energy working outside of the home, not seeing the value of being in the home. Do you get, you see why I'm bringing yeah. in the, the principles? Yeah. And so na- nature itself is causing us to take a look at our lives. Yeah. Th- our children should not be educated by any force outside of the home more than us. There should not be an influence on our children more than us. And I think that we forgot that. And we have been um, running for survival. And we have been prioritizing things outside of our family more than we should have. And I think now there's starting to be more of a realization like, no, 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 no. I need to be home. No, I, I appreciate those things, you know, that corporate job. I appreciate um, those things, but all they do is usurp and suck your energy. And at the end of it, you have nothing. I need mm-hmm. to be home. I need to teach. I need to raise my children. And so 
that is part of my mission. Mind you, the divine feminine, the concept itself is huge. But me, myself, I take my little part and what I can manage in my lifetime. And that is helping women regain the balance in their lives, incorporating the divine feminine principles. Because quite honestly, most of us are uh, masculine dominated in our, in our lives. And we need to, uh, like you said, move more towards the middle. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to throw this in because currently in the state we're in now, there's a lot of talk in social media about women being too masculine and that ruining relationships and ruining family. Mm-hmm. And, um, some of what I'm hearing you say seems to support that. Now, just to be completely transparent, I don't, I'm not. I, I can't say I'm in a hundred percent agreement. Did I come home and during COVID and enjoy being at home and do everything I could to, to have a remote job so I can stay at home more? Absolutely. But I still have my corporate job. It's just a remote corporate job, and. In the world I live in, having two households, uh, two people in the household making money just kind of helps us live better in the society, in this Western world that that I live in. Mm -hmm. I don't see, I don't see at all giving that up to, um, to be more feminine or to accept more feminine energy. I'm like, well, I'm not quitting my job to just stay at home. I'm not doing that. My kids are grown too, but there's that. But I'm not quitting my job to do that. Is there some part of the feminine energy, divine feminine that I can grasp without losing those things? Or is it a whole different mindset where you have to get away from this Western world and think differently? No, 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 no. I mean, I honestly, I think that you touched, um, I think that you touched on it, uh, definitely. And, and what I will say, because, and this is shout out to um, the women out there that are holding their own and refusing to take um, um, just any old thing from what the men are offering, right? I am not suggesting that we submit to men who are not worthy, not at all. And if that means that we, you know, do our thing, we start our businesses, we have our sister circles and we do our thing as as single women until the men raise themselves to where we, you know, they can be with us. I would prefer that than a woman lower her standard, right? Um, Because then it becomes a matter of respect, right? Um, In traditions, we say the woman needs to respect the man and the man needs to love the woman, right? So if he doesn't absolutely adore you in order to do the things that are necessary, no, 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 because you won't be able to respect him. So for that, I know there's a renaissance of women out there that are choosing to be single, focus on starting their businesses and do all of those things because the pool of men, from what I've heard from women, is not anything that they're interested in. That is totally okay, right? What I think that will do is cause men to change to attract the woman that they want, right? Um, But as for you and what you were saying, I think that we have another responsibility, right? For those of us who our children are grown, maybe they're in their 20s, 30s, they're, they're, they're older, they're at the house, 
out of the house, we have another responsibility as women in that feminine energy when it comes to supporting the family, you know. Um, So it's not anything outside of yourself. It's still being who you are. And, And I'm sure that, you know, being home and working from home, you know, you're more at ease because, you know, you can clean up, you can cook more, you know, you're, you're taking more time with your health Mm -hmm. and things like that. All of that, you're the home's first healer, right? But when we're outside of the home more than we're inside, we've abandoned our responsibilities. And so that is more of what I was touching on. It doesn't mean that you're not feminine. It just says that the same emphasis that society has put on uh, being outside of the home, now with this new shift, we need to understand the value that we have in inside the home because that's been um, left abandoned. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, I, I think you bring up some interesting points, both of you. But I, for myself, I think, again, it has to do with what you said is balance. And just because a woman works works outside doesn't mean that we can't bring more feminine energy into the home. So I don't think it's a all one way or another in order to find some kind of balance for me. I mean, at least the way I see it, I don't I think um, we have to all be willing to look at it. If we don't look at where we are, we can't address maybe where we can find some balance in our own homes. Doesn't mean that all all women need to stop working, right? So I think I hear what Twan is saying. I hear what you're saying. But I think there's also some middle ground in there that could be filled in, you know? Yeah. I mean, we look at even our food, right? We look at what it takes to just survive. Every day we must eat, right? <laughs> and who's responsible for that, right? And and we have to look at that. Like most times when we're outside of the home, we're eating out or we're overexerting ourselves, stressing ourselves out and having to meal prep um, or, you know, do other things. Sometimes we can't put the intention into our health like we should because we put the energy and focus outside of the homes. We suffer from obesity. You know, in our in our community, we suffer from diabetes and all of these other uh, high blood pressure, infertility, we addiction. We suffer from all of these ailments, and a lot of it is because of lifestyle. You know, mm-hmm. um, and putting the emphasis in the in the wrong area. And so, what we have to do, honestly, because nature will call for it. What we have to do is get to understanding what's important and putting a lot of emphasis into that. Mm-hmm. And I think that food, being the, the, the house healer, um, being the house educator, being the upholder of principles and culture and the traditions in, in society is what we need to value, you know, and how we do that is unique for every person, but someone has to be out there saying that it's necessary, reminding us that it's necessary, showing us the cracks in this society when it's not done and what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, 
to show us why it's necessary, mm-hmm. you know? Is, is that what you do? Would you say that's that's how you contribute to the divine feminine right now? Um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that's the only way, but I would say that again, everything is unique to everyone. But what I would say in my mission is that the overarching feeling is to help women restore balance into their lives, whatever that imbalance is. Do I have to identify that? Of course. Um, But the method in which we help to heal, mend, or harmonize their life is different uh, for each person. Yeah. Well, I think I appreciate that. And I think this is the perfect place for you to tell people where they can hear your podcast. And if you have any other things that you want to share with them, this would be a great place for you to let them know. Sure. So you can see or listen to the the Divine Feminine podcast on uh, any platform where you listen to your podcast, where you consume podcasts. We are on Patreon also. Um, you can go to my website, book consultations. I do divinations. I do personal coaching sessions. I have festivals all over the country. Well, what's the website? Divinefeminine.net. So www.divinefeminine.net. Perfect. Well, that's a great place to start. And we're going to put that in the show notes so that people can know where to get you and everything. And Priestess, we want to thank you so, so much, much for your time. And I know it was it was hard for it was hard for us to get it together, but we got it together. And so we really appreciate your time, your insight um, into this subject of the divine feminine. Thank you so much. You're thank welcome. You. Gee. So if you've made it this far, thank you so much for joining us today. We can't wait for you to come back and see what's going on next week. So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.